Hi and welcome to Be More Super the podcast. I'm Brian, your host. And if this is the very first time that you're listening to the show, well, welcome and thank you for listening. If you like the show, of course, please share, like and subscribe with all your friends. And this week we've got a great guest. We we only had a very, very, very short time with this wonderful person because he's extremely busy at the moment. He is the star of Dukes of Hazard and Smallville, and we chat a bit about Dukes and Smallville, is Mr. John Schneider. Yes, Mr. Bo Duke and Jonathan Kent. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this wonderful, quick interview with John Schneider. And as always, our podcast is brought to you by the wonderful people at Prop Store of London. So please check out their website, PropStore. Dot com for all your screen used props and costumes. So here we go with the show. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our quick chat with Mr. John Snyder. Welcome to Be More Super the Podcast. In action packed podcast where we'll discuss all things entertainment. They're the answer to are we alone in the universe? Conventions, prop collecting, cosplay, interviews, reviews, and so much more. The show starts with host Brian Gardner right now. Hello, John. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Yes, I'm good. Thank you. How's everything good. in Louisiana today? It's absolutely gorgeous. Look, it's a beautiful day. It looks absolutely amazing there. Uh, so thank you so much for being on the podcast. Um, absolutely. I, I'm going to find a place to uh, sit so I'm not moving around like this. So don't, <laughs> don't worry about that. John on the move, doing a tour of the studio. <laughs> well, what's that? <laughs> I'm always on the move. <laughs> so we're joined by John Snyder. Um, he is one of my idols, and they always say, don't ever meet your idol or speak to them because you're probably going to get disappointed. And, you know, fingers crossed. Um, I've been a fan of yours uh, ever since I can remember. I'm 40 now, so Dukes of Hazard came out when I was born, and I've loved uh, Dukes of Hazard the majority of my childhood. So, yeah, so... so Me so, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, John, you was born in Mount Kisco in New York in 1960. And I've got to say, happy birthday, sir. Happy Thank birthday. You very much. And you are looking absolutely amazing. What is your secret? Because apparently you're 60 years old. I know. Gosh, don't tell me. Um, I think just being happy, doing what I love to do. You know, Alicia and I make movies and music all the time. Uh, we take care of our health, we sleep, we drink, <laughs> we do CBD oil, we do all kinds of stuff. But uh, tell you what, what will keep you young is not doing things you don't like. Exactly. I completely agree. There you go. Completely agree. Yeah. Um, so throughout this interview, I'm going to try and cover everything that, that people uh, know, you, know you for, but I really, okay. want, I really want to plug your book. The, oh, I love that. Thank you. The yeah, book, my life, you, my way. Exactly. Your <laughs> my life, my way, which is available on your uh, website, johnsnyder.com, and also Amazon here in the UK. Um, so, yeah. so let's talk about what everyone you know loves you for of my age, uh, which is Dukes of Hazard. 
what amazing show. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I won't I won't ask you too many questions because obviously I want people That's to okay. I want people to buy the book and find out the stories within the book because apparently you cover the majority of dukes uh, within your memoirs. Um Yes. So when starting uh, the Dukes, at what point did you feel, do you know what? I'm a star. <laughs> well, personally, I think you are a, uh, when I saw my picture in, it was a magazine called Us Magazine. I don't yeah. even know if they have Us Magazine anymore. But when I saw the picture of Tom, Kathy, and I in Us Magazine, it was a little bitty picture. But I realized, oh my gosh, my, my picture is in print. And this was very important. It's in color. <laughs> oh, because up up until then, you know, if you did a local newspaper, you got your uh, you'd get your picture in the newspaper, but it was always black and white. So the fact that this was a color glossy photo of me in a magazine, I knew that something was up. <laughs> wow! And and did you, and did you keep anything from from back then? Any press clippings oh, yeah, or anything I kept, like that? Uh, I had a lot of stuff, but we had uh, we had two terrible floods back in 2016 here, so yeah. I kind of lost kind of lost everything that um, that my mother had saved and everything that I had saved got wet. So old uh, old TV guides and old Us magazines don't fare well uh, in yeah. the floodwaters. But uh, but I still have all those memories. I mean, it was it was great. Dukes of Hazard was a was a um, very successful show right out of the box. It was not something that grew on people. It, it came on that, that one Friday night, after, I think it was the 26th of January, 1979. And uh, people just stopped what they were doing to watch it. Yeah. And they still do. You know, it's odd. After all these years, people still, they love the Dukes of Hazard, or they just can't stand it. There's no, like, casual, well, you know, it's okay. There's none of that. Yeah. It's either, my God, I can't wait to see it, I want a General Lee, or what the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, you have got a massive fan base for Dukes of Hazard, and you do a bow extravaganza every year. You know, half of my listeners, believe it or not, are in the U.S., so it's oh, great. Terrific. It's great, great for them to know because obviously, with everything going on, uh, your extravaganza got postponed. But you've re redone the dates for July. Am I right in saying that? Yes. Yes. July eighteenth and nineteenth. Wonderful. And from the look of it, it makes me want to fly over. It makes come me want, it want to attend. <laughs> do you know what? One day, one day, I, I will make it a mission to come to the studios. Um, but you've got everything there. You've got fig, fairground rides. You've got music, three stages. Um, from the videos yes. I've seen from the previous year, it looks absolutely amazing. It it's really so does. much fun. Yeah. So much fun. And food. Oh, my God. <laughs> the food we have here. It's Louisiana, so it's amazing. But I tell you, we're also filming... Um, we're doing a movie called Stand on It, and uh, we've done quite a bit. We uh, we were filming actually because it has a lot to do with cars and chases and things. We filmed a little on Saturday. One of the one of the cop car wrecks going down down the hill into the river. Um, so we're not able to film right now with a with any crew of any size, but we're still filming. Yeah. So when all this stuff is lifted and we're back at Bo's Extravaganza. It's a tribute to Smoking the Bandit. So it begins and ends at the fairgrounds. In this case, it begins and ends at Bo's Extravaganza. So we are expecting between ten and 15,000 people here, uh, which is what we had last year. Um, 
So I'm, I'm excited. And if people come to Bo's Extravaganza, they will be in the movie because oh, wow. we need crowds. We need a lot of people. So I'm looking forward to that. And we're going to jump. There's a river right not far from me right here um, in the um, true spirit of smoking the bandit. We're actually going to jump the Tickfaw River and the black hellcat that I've been putting up on my uh, on my YouTube it looks beautiful. Channel. Looks absolutely amazing. It really it's a does. Great car. I mean, obviously, it's, it's not going to replace the original Smokey and Bandit, uh, but I mean, you you were in that uh, you know mo- movie in nineteen seventy seven, was it? You actually seventy six. They filmed 76. in seventy six. Yeah, yeah. So you 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 was in that, and now you're doing a a tribute, a, a homage to that mo- movie. From yes. everything I can see on social media, on your Facebook page, it looks absolutely ama- amazing. You and your wife doing the scene with Burt Bert Reynolds and Sally Fields. Absolutely stunning. <laughs> I, you, I, I, I cannot wait. Great? I cannot wait. I, I, you know what? I can remember seeing the video of you unveiling the car and I was watching it. And then all of a sudden, right at the end, it said, no, you've got to go to John's backstage. Yeah. And I was like, no. So I went over and actually saw the, saw the car and it's absolutely be- oh, be- beautiful. It's going to, I'm sure, going to be amazing. Like, to be honest, the majority of films that you've, you know, written and directed. Um, I mean, back in the day in 2000, I think it was around 2003, 2004, you know, you were selling. Um, I'm going to show you a few pieces now. I'm going to geek oh, out a see. bit. I bought I bought this off an auction from you. It was oh your gosh, jacket. My, my, uh, yeah. Yeah, your Mall of America um, Planet Holly- Hollywood jacket. Oh, my gosh, that's great. <laughs> and then, and then uh, a Smallville. You've got uh, the Smallville. The, oh my God! Yeah, look at that. Yeah, I got that. So, um, so yeah. So um, I keep I keep that with pride. Uh, so yeah, a bit a bit a bit of a super, super super fan. Um, so just a few more questions on Dukes. Can you remember the first time you got recognised as Bo? Oh my gosh! Yeah. Well, I, I'm I'm running to get my cup of coffee. Yeah, that's fine. Um, we were in. Uh, I lived in Atlanta at the time that we were doing Dukes, and. Um, Hey, buddy. Oh, look out. Whoop, there's a little fella. No, now here's what's so great. Is that a General Lee? We're talking about the Dukes of Hat. Let me show you something. Hold him up. What is oh. it? Where's the General Lee? There's the General Lee. I was worried because I just picked up my hot coffee and under my feet he came. Um, <laughs> like, like, like they do at that, that age. They creep uh, up on you. So we were, um, I, um, we had finished doing the show and, um, I went to this place called Perimeter Mall. And in Perimeter, it's a place that I'd gone to a thousand times because I lived in Atlanta when we when I got the Dukes of Hazard, I was living in Atlanta. And uh, but the show had had been out for about a month or so. So the show had been on three or four times. I went to this place that I always went to and I was absolutely mobbed. Yeah. And uh that was the first time I really realized uh, how successful the show had become immediately. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. And especially because it was in a place that I used to hang out all the time, trying to get you set up here. There we go. And uh, yeah, so that was, it was great. That's in the book. There's my brother was with me. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's pretty, uh, it was pretty amazing. Uh, And then of course, Dukes did so well for so long still does well. Um, 
But that was in a, a three-network world. I, I don't know that anyone in television or movies will ever actually experience what someone from a number one show in 1980 experienced. Yeah. You know, it's an entirely different. Well, there, there were three channels. Now there's, there's as many channels as there are people. You know, so there's so much content now to watch. When Dukes of Hazard was on, like it or not, no one was unaware of a thing called the Dukes of Hazard. Just as no one was unaware of A Team or Dallas or Chips or any of those sorts of uh, television shows, uh, didn't mean they watched them. It just meant if you said, "Oh, did you see Dukes of Hazard?" They'd say, "Oh, I don't watch that." <laughs> but now, I mean, somebody can ask me if I saw the the number one show on Hulu and I'll have no idea at all what they're talking about. Yeah, of course. You know, so it's a different world. As and in in the series, why a Dodge Charger? Was it always going to be a Dodge Charger or did they have other cars in mind because don't get me wrong, no, the General was... Lee is a beautiful car. One day I will try and own one, but <laughs> they're always nice to look at. They really are fantastic cars. It's a beautiful car. Um, in the in the script, it was always a, a Dodge Charger. Right, okay. Um, yeah, so um, as far as I know, they had no other, no other thought about that because Richard Petty drove a, uh, a Charger. Yeah. So, um, well, same body style. Um, but uh, I think that's why they, they decided to do that. And I'm so glad because it's a big car and it has a kind of a ledge. You know, there's not a lot of cars that are that easy to climb in the windows of. Yeah. <laughs> and that one happens to be pretty easy, pretty easy to do. Yeah, I saw the video of the reporter that uh, dented your car um, years ago. Oh, yeah. Um, and you must have been devastated when that happened. Um, oh, yeah. Well... <laughs> It's like your baby. We, we played that out pretty well. He was in Chicago, and I went and uh, did another show for him. And you uh, smashed his car up. Beat, yeah. his, beat his car to death <laughs> with a baseball bat, yeah. That was, was awesome. Um, and then, obviously, if anyone wants to find out any more about Dukes of Hazard, it's in your book. Um, it is. So we're going to move on to Smallville. What an amazing show from 2001 to 2011. Just amazing. I mean, I'm a massive Superman fan, hence... The name of the podcast is Be More Super. Um, I I grew up uh, watching the Christopher Reeve movies as well, uh, which right. I thought was stunning. Um, the remakes, I'm not so, you know, happy with. But hey, it's no, it, nobody is, nobody it, is. It, it is nostalgia, of course. And I've got to say, John, damn you! You made me cry twice in Smallville. You brought a man twice. to tea twice, twice. So in episode uh, one hundred, the reckoning, when 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 you died, we all know the mythology of Super Superman and um, Jonathan Kent, and we knew that you know he was going to pass away at some point. But to pass away in that sort of style, it was just right. it was just art. It was just fantastic, and I couldn't I couldn't stop crying because your character throughout the series, throughout the seasons, you know. It's just a, such a father figure, and I think that every person watching that can relate to to you as a father. Um, and it was just beautiful. And did, did did you have much say in that episode? You know how you wanted to go. Uh, did they write it differently? They did write it differently. Um, they wrote it that uh, when Martha and Clark came home, I was already dead in the driveway. And uh, I refused. 
I said, I said, no, just this man can't be found dead. This man has got to die in the arms of those he loves. And uh, I was fairly unpopular that evening right. for, for holding on to my uh, sticking to my guns. But, you know, by the time you've played a character for a while, um, and I would have contact with the audience. The, the people that wrote Smallville, Al and Miles, are amazing. They're, they're fantastic. Yeah. But they never had any contact with the public where someone came up and said, oh, my God, you're the father I never had. You're Jonathan Kent. Yeah. Um, they did not truly understand the impact that that character had on the audience. So I thought that if ever there was a character on television that needed to die like John Wayne would die, it was Jonathan Kent. So, uh, so that's what I did. And I think, uh, I think people loved it. And I'm quite sure Alan miles have been taking credit for that scene ever since. As they should, you know, yeah, they, they created, <laughs> they created the best part of Superman. Yeah. I when mean, they created Smallville. I mean, ev everyone always thinks of like Glenn Ford, uh, in in the original mo movies, and obviously you've had Kevin Costner and yourself, but I think for you it was a lot more real. It seemed like you know you could see that you've invested yourself completely into the role um, throughout the actual seasons. Thank you. With the it's pleasure within the seasons, um, did you have much say in your character? Because it it was so beautifully written. Did you have much say in it? Um. Yes. Uh, but again, without being asked, um, there was something I would always do um, where uh, Clark, if Clark came home from school um, or if Clark needed to talk, um, I would come in from outside. I'd be taking my work gloves off. You know, it was always in the process of doing something that I had to stop in order to chat with my son. That yeah. was not part of any of the scripts at all. Uh, the, um, they would rather have me waiting in the kitchen for my son to get home because I'm so anxious to find out how his day was at school, yeah. which is just not the nature of people who have teenagers. Yep. <laughs> Even if their teenagers are going to grow up to be Superman, which we didn't know. But, um, so I added an element of life outside of whatever was happening with, uh, with Clark that was not in there. Um, but I mean, there was so much, I mean, it sounds like it's, I, I don't want to diminish in any regard what Al and Miles did because they created an amazing character. They wrote the line. Um, I wanted you to see where the money came from that bought that truck when, yeah. uh, when Lex had given Clark the truck. Great line. I just added things to it that, um, that I think, I think really helped flesh it out, really helped make everything that was going on believable. Um, and I had teenage children at the time, so I knew something about the, the, the joy and frustration of raising teenagers. So uh, I, I like to think I added, I added to that. I will also tell you that the, uh, the notion of me handing Clark the suit in the last episode was my notion. Which is that's the second second time I cried. Second time you cried when okay, you good. appeared, and I think that it obviously did the job. You know, always so, hold on to Smallville. Yeah, oh, it, it's yeah. it's fantastic. And 
Smallville will always be a part of our world. Um, I've, I've noticed at conventions, everyone goes crazy on Smallville. I was at one not long ago, Wales Comic Con, and you had the cast. You had Tom Welling, Michael Rosenbaum. You had Erica Durant. You had you had, had the majority there, but not you. Right. Are you going to come over to the UK at any point? Oh, I'd love to. Excellent. I would love to, yeah. <laughs> We'll try and I'd get some balls come. rolling. We'll try and get Wales Comic Con to stand to stand to attention and get the Snyder. Please do. Over. I would love to do it. And then I would love to. I mean, not only are you an actor, uh, you're a filmmaker, but you're a musician as well, and a damn good musician. I've got oh, to bless say, you. you know, you've had four number one hits. You've had seventeen entries into the country charts, but there was a massive gap. You finished in was it nineteen eighty seven? And then there wasn't hardly any music, and then all of a sudden you've come back with a vengeance, which yes. I've, got, I've got to say your new new stuff is fantastic. Oh, um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you should come over definitely and perform in the UK because the country scene in the UK has become love to. amazing. And obviously, your album Redneck Rebel. <laughs> Redneck Rebel. There we go. Say that ten times after a pint. He's <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic. And what the book is an excellent song because I was playing it the other day, and my my little girl Lois, um, after Lois Lane. Lois, uh, of course. Yeah, she's only six years old. When you sang What the Book, she went, "Daddy." What did he just say? Because <laughs> she thought it was something else. But why the gap? Why the, you know, the time away from music? Well, there was a time um, uh, when I was with MCA back in the eighties, <clears throat> where things were going really, really well, and then um, there was uh, we were supposed to do a bunch of new press because I had just done a new album called "You Ain't Seen the Last of Me," and if you go back and listen to that. It's quite different for 1987, 1988. And um, we had a, uh, I changed my music and the advertising didn't change. And the label came to me and said, or I went to them and I said, hey, you know, you said on three jump and I jumped and where are you? And they said, well, we decided it really wasn't that different after all. So they didn't support the new music with their with new advertising. And I'm just I'm just I'm very much uh, like many of the characters I play. I mean, I do what I say I will do and I expect the same in return. And if you don't comply and you don't do what you said you would do, um, chances are I'll take my toys and leave the sandbox. (laughs) So I did. I took my toys and I left the sandbox. I. I got married, had a family, raised children, and then um, when when and this is in the book too. But when that part of my my life fell apart, I wound up living in Louisiana. Met the most amazing woman in the world, who is Alicia. Who, after we lost everything in the flood, I spoke about earlier. Um, I was playing my guitar one night and quite simply she came in and I put the guitar down and she said, why do you do that? And I said, well, playing the guitar makes me, uh, makes me feel better when things are going to hell. And she said, no, I don't, I didn't ask why you, why you, uh, put it down or why you picked it up. I asked you why you put it down. Um, so with that one little word of inspiration, um, we've done now 200, I'm sorry, 100 and, uh, 106 songs since that question. And that's the whole Odyssey project. That's the Ruffled Skirts project. That's the uh, uh, Recycling Grace project. The Redneck Rebel project. I mean, we've done a lot of music, and I'm I'm delighted with it. 
And it's very true what they say, behind every great man is a great woman. And I've got to say, um, since yeah. seeing, uh, you know, Alicia, you know, in your life from from what I can see, because obviously we've been through a lot through 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 lives and you've been through a hell of a lot. And I'm a great believer in things happen for a reason, you know, mm-hmm. um, and you seem to be so happy now. And she seems to I be am. such a, a positive <laughs> impact on you. So uh, thank her for me, because obviously we're getting the best out of John right now, especially with your music. Um, House of Amazing Grace, absolutely beautiful song. Um, oh, thank you. I don't know how you know that come, come together, but it works amazingly. And then obviously your filmmaking, John Schneider Studios. What an amazing yeah. place. You've it, brought out some is. amazing independent movies, which must be fantastic. So, Oh, we have total, total freedom. We can do whatever we want, however we want, uh, whenever we want. Yeah. So um, Alicia and I have now done 11, 11 films since we met. Yeah. And we're only going on six years here. Wow. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty amazing. Um, I was just working on Stand On It when, uh, when you called. And finishing up just this morning, finished up the um, the color correction on a movie we're going to release here pretty soon called Trace Leches, a like stoner dude loser road trip comedy. Right, uh, it's it's very funny. These these guys who call themselves the the three cheeses, no three milks. Pardon me, three <laughs> milks. That's one of the jokes in it. Three cheeses? No, it's three milks. And you've done some. Um, and I was just about to say, you've done something fantastic. So, anyone that subscribed to your Facebook um, and your YouTube, especially YouTube, you've actually released Anderson Bench for people to watch. Yes. On 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 there, you've released Co- um, Collier and Co. Collier and Company. Um, what did you think of Anderson Bench, Brian? Very good. Very good. A bit, a bit, a bit, a bit unusual. I did start to watch it with my little one in the room, and then oh, I no. to, and then I had to stop, and I was like, oh. But I've, you know what? You know, what? I've got to say, from I can see a massive transition from Collier and Co., which I, I oh, think yeah. I think is a fantastic mo- movie. And if anyone hasn't seen it, it's got a, another man man in it that people will recognise, which is Rex Smith, good old Street Hawk, which is another you know. But again, fantastic mo- movie and Smothered, Smothered again is is an amazing movie. Again, not one for the kids. Uh, because no, 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 because one because one, one one of the opening scenes, someone uh, dies by a certain way. I'm not going to spoil it for people, but wow, it scared me for life. <laughs> uh, but, but you know, somebody, some Brian, somebody put that out in a linear form because you know the smothered is non-linear. <laughs> yeah. But if you check out um, check out smothered, go to my YouTube channel again. Yeah. Uh, I think it's called Striper. Somebody somebody put it up, but it's smothered in linear fashion. So check that out. Um, also, Like Sun is out there. Um, another one not not for kids. Christmas Cars is available for rent. That one is for kids um, and parents. You know, it's uh, it's important to be able to watch something with your kids, but not everything. You don't have to watch everything with <laughs> <True>. your kids. <laughs> um, so... Uh, yeah, we have a ball. We have a lot of fun here. We do a lot of music. We do a lot of movies. Uh, two days ago, I had a friend here with a uh, with a tractor, and we we pulled a police car. Part of uh, part of stand on it. We had to have a police car get smacked and go into the river. So we did that the other day. Um, 
just friends over. He happened to have a tractor and I happened to have a police car. So we, uh, <laughs> why not? We, why not? So we put it in the, we put it in the river and then dragged it out. So, you know, it's, uh, it, it truly is really fun here because we can do what we want when we want, but here's the most important thing, how we want. Exactly. We can do, we can do things how we want to do them. Excellent. So, yeah, I mean, anyone could go onto your um, website and you do on Facebook signings, Miss Shirley's, uh, yes. Was that was that af, after your mum? Just out of curiosity. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that excellent. was my mom's. That was my mom's house. Was it really? So Miss Shirley's is my mom's house. Yeah. Oh wow. So so yeah, and you do live signings, um, and obviously your movies, uh, music, t-shirts, hats. It's all available. Uh, off, yes. Off your website, John. I won't keep you any further because I know you're a busy man. And you're taking over the Bellamy Brothers uh, Facebook page tonight. Yes, I'm doing that tonight. Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. I've known these guys. I've known Howard and David for 30-something years. And uh, it's going to be – no, it's all right. It's going to be so much fun. They're that group where you you think, oh, yeah, I remember that song. Oh, that song. Oh, my – they've had 20 number one songs. They've sold wow. over 40 million records. Wow. And, uh, yeah, so I'm going to do that tonight. It's going to be fun. And uh, hopefully they're going to reciprocate next week and take over my Facebook. <laughs> Looking forward to it, John. Thank yeah. you so much. And I hope that you do make time to come over to the UK. Bring Love your, to. Bring your band with you because everyone's doing it now. Keith Sutherland, Kevin Costner. But I've got to say, I could listen to your voice all day. And, oh, and it's heart. absolutely beautiful. But thank you so much for making a fan's dream come true. Uh, I have I've interviewed many Hollywood actors from Thomas Jane to to Kim Coates from Sons of Anarchy and 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 other stars. And I've got to say I've been looking forward to this one the most. In all fairness, because you know I am a true fan. Thank you so much, well, John. Brian. Thank you so very much, and thank you for having the uh, the Hard Rock or the uh, Planet Hollywood jacket and the Smallville <laughs> yeah. jacket. It's just great. Just great. You take care of yourself. You too, sir. You've been listening to Be More Super, the podcast. It was kind of a crazy, fun experience. I love the show, guys. You're awesome. Listen, my whole family loves it, man. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button and share with your super friends. In my world, it means hope.